Nature at its best is nature at its simplest. At Red Barn, we've kept it simple for 20 years by concentrating on single-ingredient natural dog treats. Because Mother Nature's actually pretty good at this. Bones are just tasty bones. Meat treats are just nourishing meat. It's nature at its simplest. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Natural Treats. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our slow-roasted natural meaty bones. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Scooch. What's up, buddy? Yellow everything this time. You know what I'm talking about? Yellow rims. Yellow big booty. Yellow bones.
if other white people tell me it's okay to listen to it. Anyway, what is Boy Crazy Radio, you ask? You guys, thank you so much for caring enough to ask. Boy Crazy Radio is my website, which is called I'mBoyCrazy.com. Come to life in radio form, but more specifically, it's a podcast. Okay, fuck it. Can I just call it a radio show? Yes, it's technically a podcast. How fucking dare you? Okay, podcasts are the wave of the future, all right? But let me please call it a radio show because it makes me feel cooler and like I have more like hot shit going on in my life, which I do, but I still want to call this a radio show. Anyway, uh, technically, Boy Crazy Radio is a call-in advice show, okay? If I must break it down for you, boneheads. Um, wait, come back. I love you. I didn't mean to insult you so soon into the show. I need you. I need you to call in. Anyway, think of this uh, as the new cooler love line, all right? But instead of Dr. Drew, you get me, okay? I- I'm like the cool big sister, but you never even knew that you wanted. And maybe... Just maybe the big sister that you jerk off to. You guys, are you sad, lonely, gay, straight, bisexual, or what have you? A cutter, a shit talker, a total high school nerd who grips her backpack straps a little bit too tight? Are you sitting in the middle of your shitty, shitty little bedroom, binge eating and picking at your face? Are you looking for love, answers, guidance, direction, or just hoping to feel a little less alone and need a shoulder to cry on? Are you newly single, madly in love? Addicted to makeouts and or full sex? Is your dad cheating on your mom with you? Do you need a pep talk in the form of a slap in the face in the form of a podcast? Then fucking dial 646-378-0649. Or you can call me toll-free. That is how much I love you. I provide a toll-free telephone number for those of you who are poor. Uh, call me at 877-569-3588. Uh, I'm already using a lot of profanities. I don't know why. It's not really my style. Uh, that's not true. See, that's the juxtaposition of me. I am very feminine, I think, maybe. I'm kind of weird looking, but whatever. I consider myself very girly. I am boy crazy. But then all of a sudden I say all this crazy kooky shit. Like I'll talk about condoms getting lodged inside of me, uh, having sex or whatever, or having sex in my period, which I call crime scene sex because that's when you leave uh, the bedroom looking like the scene of a crime, uh, and then I say fuck a lot, and then it's like, hey, what's going on here? What's going on with this girl? Actually, I'm not even that complicated. I'm just trying to sound more complicated because because uh, really I have nothing going on. You guys, I've given you the numbers. You can even call me using Skype. It is 2012. It is the future, kind of. So you can call me via Skype. You can call me using Gmail. If you can, if you can, if you can. If you can sign up for a Facebook page or a Twitter page, you can figure out how to call me using Skype or Gmail. All right. That's enough of my fucking ridiculous bullshit banter, okay? This is about you. This is about you and your problems. Anybody out there wants to tell me something crazy that happened to them this week? Any weird, sticky situations you got yourself into? If you need my advice, I'm here. And I'm going to get to the phone calls right now. And then I'll tell you about the things that I want to tell you about my week. Okay? Because it's not just about you. I have my own stuff I want to share. This is for both of us. All right? Okay. Anyway, I've lit a candle. I'm wearing a ball gown. And a little bit too much eyeliner. It can only go downhill from here. I love you. I love you so much. I don't want you to hold me. 
area code 727. Hey, um, my name is Olivia. I'm 17. I'm from Tampa. I called like a month ago and I was talking about how I wanted to kill myself and you gave me some advice and you wanted me to call back in a few weeks to like give you an update. I don't know if you still care or not. <laughs> I totally care. How dare you? So you didn't kill yourself. This is so exciting. Um, was it because of what I told you or what else happened in your life? This is so fantastic. Okay, tell me everything. Yeah, well, um, it's like what you told me, and I got some new meds and adjusted the old meds, and I feel fantastic, and I'm getting my shit together, and I'm saving up to move, and everything is almost back to the way it was before I felt the way I did before, so I'm totally happy. Oh, my God, you have no idea how happy that makes me. Oh, my God, did you tell your parents about this? Remember I told you to talk to your parents? Well, I mean, they had already knew, um, but I just wanted some more advice from somebody else. But, yeah, they got me some more help, and now, yeah, now everything's great. Oh, my God, will you give some advice to people out there who are feeling really low and potentially suicidal? Like, tell them, give give them your words of wisdom because, uh, you know, you know firsthand. Hit it. Sure. Um, the first thing is don't keep it to yourself. Go to somebody and talk to somebody you feel close to because um, uh, no matter who they are, they can help you. Whether it's medication or counseling, you just you need to find help because – Suicide is a permanent problem or a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That is, oh yeah, keep going. That's the I, I I forgot about that line. I used to always say that during my podcast, and I, I think I forgot about it. And the one time I should have used it for you, I I forgot. But I I you know I obviously said some okay things. But keep going. Give more advice to people out there who are low. Oh, uh, that's like that's all I can say. I'm not a very big conversationalist. I mean, that's that's the best advice I have. Just. Just get help. Keep going. Even if you feel like um, all you have left is killing yourself, that's not true. There is help out there. You just have to believe. Yay. Oh, my, oh my God. That makes me so happy. And also, if you want to check in anytime just to give an update, just because now you are now you can be like this, my inspirational, uh, you know, sounding board. Okay. Um, also, I'm going to keep you on the line because I wanted to say this. I was talking to somebody yesterday about suicide, and uh, and I just made this point about how, and this might sound really dark and horrible, but for people out there who get as low, uh, get so low that they're con- contemplating suicide, in a way, when you feel that low, you don't have to do anything to hurt yourself. You don't have to hurt yourself. You can just go, fuck. If I feel so horrible that I want to kill myself, I might as well just stay alive because now I have nothing to lose. But you always know you can do that. But don't fuck if you're if you're at that level, if you're at that point, uh, you know, it just means like fuck, you might as well just stay alive and just do whatever you want and you can actually it just kinda of takes the pressure off life. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. So uh anyway, I am not being pro suicide. I'm just saying don't kill yourself, but if you feel super low and you feel like that's the option just fucking stay alive and act as though, like, you know, nothing matters. Anyway, that's my point. I'm happy you didn't do anything bad to yourself. And please call in uh, whenever you want and just let me know how you're doing because that makes me really happy. Sure, thanks. Okay, bye. Um, what an interesting first call. An uplifter, I think, that I may have turned into a downer. Uh, hello, area code 646. Hello. 
Hello, who's okay. this? How old? Yeah, what's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? And that goes. Oh. Everybody who's calling in when you when you get through, tell me your name, how old you are, and where you're calling from, and then we'll get into your problem. Oh, I was just listening, so I wasn't prepared. Um, anyway, I called before, but um, I wasn't going to say anything this time. But anyway, I'll just um, I called before, so I'll give you an update. I don't know if you still remember. Uh, I was going to break up with this guy. Um, who, um, I, I don't know if you remember, but um, I'm graduating I, soon, and he wants me to move there. And um, and I was pretty miserable because I, well, n- now I broke up with him, so, or he broke uh, up me with jump, me. Let me jump in here. I, I think if you're the right person, if uh, you called in a while ago, and you were really, you were like maybe maybe the last call or something, you were like the final call of the night and you were dating someone and you were just so miserable and I just said you had to rip it off like a Band-Aid and you would be okay and you yeah. just weren't happy. And it... That's yeah, right. So, so, so you broke up with him? Um, actually, we, we broke up with each other. Um, yeah. Only uh, and like days ago. Wait, are you, are you taking a bath right now? No, I, I was uh, brushing my teeth. So um, I was listening. Yeah, the acoustic... The acoustic- the acoustics of the, of the bathroom are uh, a little intense right now. Oh, ready? Okay, wait. Also, on a, on a side note, this is just advice to any girl. Never call anyone from a bathroom because you never want to be associated with the bathroom as a woman. Well, I okay? was listening only. <laughs> I know. I just want to say you got through. You got to leave the bathroom because women oh, okay. only go to the bathroom to brush their teeth, look at their, their face, and uh, and not make phone calls because... Okay, so anyway, so what happened? So you guys mutually, you guys broke up, and how, when was that? How long ago was that, and how was the breakup for you? Like, how did you deal with it? Um, That was like five days ago. Uh, We just had so much more fighting, and uh, eventually we had, like, I just, I guess he and I both got sick of it. Well, are you okay? You don't don't sound particularly sad. Are you, how are you dealing with um, it? Well, I guess I guess it's easier this time because it's not me alone. It's not me leaving someone. It's just like we are leaving each other. It's more him leaving me actually. So I don't feel as guilty. I don't feel that I may regret regret because it's not really my my choice. So I, it makes me feel better that he wants to leave as well. He wants to leave the relationship because oh. um. Go on. Yeah, so um, he we've been fighting about like whether I should pursue a PhD, and he definitely thinks I shouldn't do that. Um, yeah, he just uh, he he always gave me the suggestion not to do it, and he's trying to help me according to him. But like I feel like I don't have a choice, and because there's so much fighting with about that. And he, well, he listen, me to, uh-huh. listen, he's not your boyfriend anymore. You wanted to. I remember your phone call because I talked about it with my mom, because my mom is my, mom is my number one fan. She's, uh, she, she listens to every single podcast, and she actually called me after that show and was, like, so heartbroken and felt so deeply for you because you seemed like you're so distressed and you're, you're in such turmoil because you weren't happy. Like, you, you did not want to – like, I'm sorry. We had that conversation. We talked for a while. I completely empathized with you because I, I've been in this, a similar situation where you're just like, oh, you're so used to the person and it's so hard to break up, but you're so miserable. And, you know, you didn't want to be with that guy anymore. And you don't have to feel guilty 
because if you were to leave him. But yeah, thank thank God he wanted to leave too, so it was mutual, so you can feel a little bit less guilty. But nobody should ever feel guilty when you're leaving someone. But I understand it's not so cut and dry, and there are lots of feelings attached and stuff. But but um, now you're better off, and I mean, I'm glad you don't yeah. sound sad. Well, I don't. I'm not really happy about that, Johnny. I still feel pretty depressed. I mean, especially. Uh, yeah, I do kind of feel bad because he, you know, I, I'm not used to he him want, wanting to um, to break up. But but he, I guess he's more um, practical. He's more realistic about things. And um, once he saw that um, he's not getting what he wants with me, like to maybe to be more at home to be uh, more devoted to supporting his career rather than having maybe my own career and to well, maybe provide for the family right away. He kind of gave up on because of those r- practical reasons. And I, I feel kind of disappointed about that because I'm not that realistic. I mean, not that. Um, okay. Uh, that's all fine and good. He's not right for you. You being a little bit weirded out by the fact that he's happy to leave you and you're not used to that. Uh, and that you're disappointed in him for that? That's more your ego talking because yeah. you were the one who wanted you're the one who wanted to leave him, and then all of a sudden, wait a minute, he wants to leave me too? Hey, this is a little bit uncomfortable. But he made the, he he can't walk away like easily. Like he he seems like he did it, and I I've been talking about breaking up with him for years, and I I never really did because every time he called me, I would go back like right away. Uh. I know, but but this is your ego talking. You're you're shocked that he's just you, you don't know what he's thinking. First of all, you don't mm-hmm. know what he's thinking. You don't know what he's doing behind closed doors. I'm sure he's very sad. And if he isn't, he's not the right guy for you. But ultimately, from our previous conversation a few weeks ago, you didn't want to be with him. So don't get all confused and and uh, you know, because he's because your ego is is you know pissed at the fact that he's not he doesn't seem upset enough. All right, like. Move forward. I know, be sad, cry, do whatever you're going to do, but get back to the core of, like, who you are. Like, figure out what all, all the stuff you want to do, all the things you want to get accomplished. Go to school and eventually, and, and figure out what kind of person you, you eventually do on a date and all the things that, that, that uh, you know, think about all the things that didn't work within this relationship you were in. You know, like, be aware of that because it, it was you just had a relationship that you can use uh, as like a learning tool, you know what I mean? Like you had this relationship, it was very intense. There's things that this guy brought to the table, or things that he did that brought things out in you that weren't so great. So you can go, fuck, I don't want to do that again. Like I don't want to, I don't want to repeat that. I, you know what I mean? So now you know what works for you. Now you know it doesn't work for you. So now you'll be a little clearer the next time you end up with a dude uh, that you fall in love with. You know, we hope. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, may I ask, what did your mom say? Oh, I was just curious. Yeah, my mom, my mom said, "Oh my God, she's so sad. She just needs to break up with that guy." She, you know, she we could hear it in your voice. She was like, "Oh, it was like brutal. You were so miserable. You were so miserable, but you were just conflicted because you were so comfortable with this guy." And well, I, was, I wasn't ready. Um, I wasn't really happy with him, like at all. But still, like, um, um, anyway. No, okay. um, I wasn't really happy, but um, still, I treasured the fact that he wanted to be together. But he he had bad um, he had bad tempers a lot of times, and um, okay. in the end, he, he didn't bad. behave well. Well, I'm 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 gonna stick to what I'm saying. I'm gonna get to another call in a second, but I'm just okay. gonna say All like right. this guy this guy is not the guy for you. You're better off. You Leaving know, him. don't 
don't second guess yourself. You know, it shouldn't be so complicated. You weren't right for each other. It's okay to be single. You're going to mourn the death of this relationship. And then when you least expect it, which is why life is so amazing, when you least expect it, something's going to, like, fall out of the sky and you're going to meet some amazing dude that you never even knew existed. You know what I mean? Like, at least uh-huh. I think that's what's going to happen. That, 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 that has always been my experience, you know? And, and being single is not a bad thing. Like, you can actually get excited about it. You can be like, fuck, I had this relationship, all this stuff happened, blah, blah, blah. I, I feel kind of intense about it. I want to cry. And this goes for anybody out there listening, guys, girls, whatever, uh, who are experiencing a breakup or whatever. Being single is fucking epic. Yes, being in a relationship is fantastic. To be in love is amazing. You learn about yourself. You learn about people. You learn about communicating, blah, blah, blah. You get to have sex with somebody on a regular basis. That's exciting. But you're single now. This is fucking amazing. How old are you? 28. You're 28 years old. You live in New York? Yeah. You are a 28-year-old babe, because I'm assuming anybody who tunes into Boy Crazy Radio is, like, you know, a fucking babe. All right? You live in New York. You're newly single. The world is your oyster. You need to focus on your career, making your dreams come true, not getting herpes, having great sex with, you know, guys who don't have AIDS uh, and aren't going to, like, you know, murder you. All right? This is your life now, and I'm so excited about it. Okay? All right. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Okay. Goodbye. I'm taking another phone call. Um, Area code 443. Yes. Who is this? You sound adorable already. What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Tell me everything. Judy Moreno. Oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> this is so exciting! I have no uh-huh. idea who this is. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. Oh How's it going? God. It's really good. How are you? Why don't you tell... Uh, why don't you tell everybody about yourself and how we know each other? Actually, wait. Don't tell everybody how we know each other. That's top secret. Nope, okay? not going to do that. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Tell we met each other at a Radiohead show. Yeah. Shooty Moreno and I met each other at a radio show and uh, at a Radiohead show. And yeah, remember yeah. that movie? I'm going to continue this. Okay. In, remember in that? Rainbow Store. Yeah. But then remember how, like, I had a few too many drinks and then – there was that room, like, from Revenge of the Nerds where it's all black, and you were wearing that Darth Vader mask, and then I walked in there all tipsy, and, like, I don't know even what happened. Yeah, and then that, that bitch kicked that drink out of my hand, and you were like, let's get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and then it got crazy. Um, What's going on? Just just chilling, just chilling. I just thought I'd call, see how you were doing. I've been listening to your show for, you know, the past couple months. It's great. Have you really? It's really great. A little bit. I don't know. I don't. I don't really listen to online podcast shows. Wait. So are you lying to me already? I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I I've listened to it a little bit. You know what I mean? I was listening to it tonight. It's really intense. You know? Why? It's just people talking about their feelings and stuff. And I was gonna call and just ask you what your favorite Radiohead album was and go from there. Uh, I'm. I I like Radiohead. I'm not like I'm not a crazy Radiohead fan. I'm not like oh my god, Tom York. I'm gonna kill myself and listen to Tom York. No offense to the girl yeah. who was suicidal who called earlier. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry. No, that's not what I mean. But I mean like I'm not a crazy diehard uh, diehard fan like that. But I don't know. Can you freestyle for us, please? No, I'm not. I'm not very good at freestyling. You go. Go. 
No. I'm One, not pretty two, three. Um, listen, this is going nowhere fast. We have to, we've got to entertain the people. There are four people listening to the show, and they like to be entertained. Okay, well, just, you should probably take another call. I was, I was just calling to say hi. Um, give me the secret to making a relationship last. Uh, that's a good question. Um, hmm. I don't know. Probably, uh. Radiohead. Okay, I'm going to chime in, too, because Judy Moreno is no help. By the way, you can find him at uh, Facebook.com forward slash Judy Moreno. <laughs> I'm like, is that it? <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a question. Okay, no here, I'm going to throw this out there. Okay. One time, um, I know Judy Moreno because I was dating a friend of Judy's or whatever, and I um, – I remember one time I got in a big fight with the dude, with your friend, uh, that uh, your friend that was dating me. And how is it that – here's what I noticed. Okay, so how can you have witnessed your friend who was dating me uh, being really emotional about our fight and yet you don't hate me? Because I think this is a very cool thing of you to be nice to me despite the fact that you witnessed a fight between me and your friend. I was just chilling that whole whole time that – you guys were you guys were uh, going through that trauma, you know what I mean? I wasn't really up in his shit, like, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? I was, I was just chilling, you know? Couples, couples fight, you know what I mean? I'm not going to judge other people for things that they might have, may or may not have said or done. You know what I mean? Oh, my God, that is so wonderful because in, in the past what I've noticed, and a lot of my girlfriends have noticed this too, is like it's like the minute something goes wrong, all you lose all of like your – your boyfriend's friends. Not that, like, I'm not, but, but, oh, God, that's not even what I say. But, I mean, like, it's just nice of you Ooh. to be, to to have the bigger perspective on that because, like, sometimes, I don't know, it gets weird. Well, you know, things happen, you know. Just just be cool, Alexi, you know what I'm saying? I'm cool. cool <laughs> what am I not, what, what am I not cool about? I'm not saying you're not cool. I'm just saying, you know, the whole, the whole you know, I mean, I'm chilling. I have a girlfriend. You know, sometimes we fight. And my friends are there, you know, like we're fighting around all my friends, and they just they just don't listen, you know. They're like, oh, we're arguing about stupid shit again. Doesn't matter because they're in love, you know what I mean? Exactly. When people are in love, sometimes they fight because they're passionate about one about one another, and crazy things happen. Anyway, thank you for being an adult and understanding those things. Absolutely. So, um, what are you wearing right now? Black hooded sweatshirt, jeans. And white socks that are not matching. One of them has a hole in the left. Uh, oh my god! Underneath the heel. It doesn't get less sexy than that. Anyway, I I'm, hanging, I, I'm hanging up on you, Chudi Moreno. Everybody, Chudi Moreno is uh, that's not even his real name, but whatever. That's none of my business. That's neither here nor there. Uh, is there anything you want to promote or plug? Nope. Okay, I'll do it for you. Uh, Chudi Moreno is adorable. My girlfriend. Adorable. My girlfriend Patrice. My girlfriend Patrice. And her clothing line, Alexana. I love you, Patrice. Big kisses. It's called Alexana. Yeah, A L I C E A N N A. So Judy Moreno loves his girlfriend. She's a talented designer. It's exciting. Uh, their their life is only getting better every day. Also, Great. Judy Moreno is a very talented musician. Uh, Judy Moreno is a very talented musician. Uh, he's super charming. He's hilarious. He is great at freestyling. Will you please plug the name of your your musical project? The names of your musical projects. Um, 
Judy Moreno. Uh, that's it. And I'm in, I'm in a, I'm in a band, but I'm not, I don't want to plug the band. You know what I mean? We can fucking spit it out. You're on a podcast. No one's listening anyway. It's called Future People. It's called Future People, everybody. Goodbye, Judy Moreno. I love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my God. I totally aware he did not say I love you back. That is so fucking rude. Ugh. Anyway. Um, all right. I'm taking another phone call. Area code 323. Yo. Who's this? You sound adorable, too. It's all these adorable dudes calling in. Tell me everything. My name is Derek. I have a, I got a problem. I want to talk to you about it. Already, I feel like this is a prank call, but let's it's get into it. Prank. What? Okay, how old are you and where are you calling from? I'm 31, and I'm calling from Hollywood. I wanted to make a joke and say Holly weird, but I hate that fucking phrase so much. I like I like calling Hollywood Tinseltown or La La Land. But anyway, what's going on with you, Derek? Well, this friend of mine, he introduced me to this lady. He's into all this new age stuff. And he introduced me to this lady, and she's psychic. Well, she's supposed to be psychic. And uh, so we were hanging out. We went to the movies a couple of times. Went and saw some ninja movies. And <laughs> anyway, I like this lady. And... I feel like she can't tell, which makes me question her psychic ability. So I'm I'm worried about getting with her also if she's psychic, because I was thinking, well, she's psychic, then maybe she already knows I'm like looking at her boobs and stuff like that and checking her out, but she isn't hmm. saying anything. Well, first off, how tall are you? Six foot. Oh my god. Um how do you have any children? No. Um what are you wearing right now? I've got these like white shorts on. <laughs> they're like not too long. They're pretty they're kind of short. They got pockets in them though. <laughs> and and a, I got a journey shirt on. I cut the sleeves off. Oh my god, it's like man side boob. It's so sexy. Yeah. Um, I've been eating a lot but, of stovetop stuffing lately, so I've been getting I've been getting fat. Listen, hmm. this listen, this lady, she's psychic, so she sees people all the time, and they ask her questions and stuff. And we're at the movies the other day, and my friend Bill was talking to her, and she's like, "Last night I had this dream about this pyramid, who was like talking to a cheeseburger," and I was like, "What does that mean?" And anyway, he Bill goes, "She has a blog." He showed me her blog, and it's all about, like, uh, ladies who, like, want to defy society by getting hairy legs and stuff. Like, go hairy. All this stuff. Like, don't fall into oppression. But there isn't, there isn't like, one thing on there about pyramids or seeing into the future. And I don't know. I'm starting to question the whole thing. I think, well, when are you going to see this, this, uh, this kooky girl again? See, I mean, the thing is, is, she should know already. She should know already. I think this whole thing is bogus. Well, this phone call and this girl. But uh, I don't know. I say you just buy a bunch of flowers. I think white roses. Just show up at her apartment because girls like that, especially weird girls like this. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. Knock on her door, and then just when she opens it, if she opens it, you know, just judge the situation based on the look on her face. And if she's into you, she's going to pull you into her apartment 
and take off all your clothes and have sex with you. Let me ask you one more thing. The Please last do. time I was hanging out with her, I fell asleep on her couch. Right? And tell me what this means. And when I woke up, there was all these candles lit, and she was like, she was sitting next to the couch, like she was like looking down at me, like I was sleeping, and she was just sort of staring at me. And there's all these candles lit. That means she's what? into you. Wait, here's my question. So, why don't you have a crush on me? I don't know. Are you even real? I mean, I thought so. What? What's up with the 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 go the pro Harry feminine blog? I don't know. I'm I'm a, I think I'm afraid of her. She's still really sweet though. Yeah, fuck this bitch. Uh, hang out with me. I'm out of here. That was too much. I feel like I know who that was. Um, I couldn't handle it. I was getting too aroused. It was too exciting. Did that guy sound adorable or what? In a really annoying way. I feel like he's not six feet tall. I feel like he's projecting the hairiness factor onto this girl who doesn't exist because ultimately he's the really hairy one. Pyramids. Hmm. That was bizarre. I'm taking another phone call. Area code, huh, 347? Hello? Hello, who's this? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Please tell me some interesting Hi, things. Hi, um, it's Bianca. I'm 19. I'm from New York. Bianca in New York, what a fantastic name and a fantastic city. What is going on with you? You sound adorable too. You're nineteen? Um, thanks. Yeah. Um, it's a lot it's a lot like the previous caller's situation. Oh. I'm from New York also. Wait, wait, not the previous caller talking about no, some weird fake. Not the last one, the the one from New York. Wait, were you entertained by that last call or was that guy just like jerking off to the sound of his own voice? Um, I thought it was really weird. Was it weird? Because was it weird, interesting, or weird like boring? Weird like awkward for me to hear. How come? Oh, I don't know. I don't. It's just weird to hear about like, voodoo or whatever. Psychic. I'm just, I'm just so offended he's not in love with me. But that's my problem. <laughs> okay, so you're in New York. Your name's Bianca. Um, mm-hmm. tell me everything. Um. I guess I just feel really pathetic because I'm, like, legitimately depressed, but a large part of why I am depressed is because of some guy, and it's really stupid because, like, we weren't really together for that long, and, like, I know it's really not supposed to mean anything, and I should be over it and all of that stuff, but I'm not. What happened? Um... I guess, like, I wasn't really unhappy, but it was weird for me to be in a relationship because I didn't want to be, and I didn't know how to be in a relationship. So things were weird, but things were okay. Like, they were good when they were really good. And for some reason, like, he just stopped, or he broke up with me. And he said that it was because of him, it was all him, and whatever, but the timing was really weird because it was right after we did stuff, I guess. And Okay, did he take your virginity or like did you give him your virginity or what? Almost. But it didn't happen because not because we didn't want to or anything. 
Okay, you have to help me out with this because I totally know what it's like to be heartbroken. I, I, know, I know what it's like to be heartbroken and having, you know, been in love with somebody, even if it's only for, you know, a short amount of time. And, and uh, But I don't really know what's going on in your situation. So, like, get a little more specific. How long did you date for? Why did you break up? And how? where are you at right now? How are you feeling? And what's your question? Um, I guess my question is just how to get over it since I know that I should be over it and it's not supposed to mean that much. Um, we were together, I guess, a few months and this breakup was like three months ago almost and I haven't really talked to him since. He's tried to text me but I didn't respond because I just think like I can't be friends with him even though I want to. So now I feel like a coward because I'm avoiding him. No, don't feel like a coward. You're taking care of yourself. Like, you know, you're... You you don't feel good about this. You're mourning the death of this thing that did matter to you. And stop telling yourself and stop telling me, like, it's not supposed to matter. Like, okay, what's supposed to matter to who? Like, what? Why? Like, what, right. I don't even know what that means. Like, like, things matter. Like, I've had flings with a guy for, like, a week. Or I've had weird long-distance relationships with, with guys, you know, way younger than me or older than me. And we, just whatever. If you're, a, if you're a romantic or you have an interaction with somebody and it matters to you, then it matters to you, and that's great. Like, lucky you. More people should have, you know, dalliances with people and, and relationships or flings or whatever with people that matter. And, like, this will change your life. You will always look at this relationship. You'll go, you'll go. Oh, I remember that thing with this guy and how it affected me and blah, blah, blah. Now, okay, so mm-hmm. I'm going to give you a little pep talk about being single because I really enjoy doing that, but I'm also going to okay. ask you some questions. Um, okay. What... Uh, so you were together for a few months, and you broke up a few months ago, but why, who ended it with who, and what did it come down to? What was the, the excuse for the breakup? Um, he broke up with me, and he said it was because he was depressed, and which I think is completely valid, but I don't know, it just came out of nowhere, really. Like, we weren't doing that great, but I didn't think that we would be breaking up, you know? Okay. Okay, so... First of all, it's totally normal. Don't have him in your life right now. Like, take your time. Mm-hmm. Just tell him, like, if you probably already told him this, but you can tell him again. Like, listen, uh, please respect my boundaries or whatever. I need to take some space from you or take some time apart from you because I just can't be your friend and be mm-hmm. casual with you right now. But I will let you know when I'm ready, if and when I'm ready to be friends. Okay? And that's totally allowed. You're taking care of yourself. You know, you're like, being your your own parent or something or whatever so that's cool Mm -hmm. great don't feel guilt don't feel guilty about that um so now you're single you're heartbroken a little bit cry as much as you want i said this to somebody else earlier like cry as much as you fucking want feel free to get skinnier because you can't eat food because you're uh Mm -hmm. so sad or like you know try not try not to binge eat try not to uh do home surgery on your face with tweezers and like pick it at zits under your skin that aren't even really there um and just remember, you are 19 years old, okay? That is so young. Like, are you in school right now? Yeah. I'm in school in the city, actually. And he goes to the same school. <laughs> oh, whatever. Who cares? Like, a lot of people go to that school. I don't know where you go to school, but a lot of people are there. So, whatever. You yeah. can ignore him. It'll make, it'll make you stronger. Always look good when you go to your school. Always look good mm-hmm. when you leave your house, yeah. okay? Never look like a ragamuffin piece of shit because that's when you're going to run into your ex-boyfriend or that's when you're going to run into some hot new babe that you're going to want to make out with or flirt with or something. So always make sure you look cute. you got to fake it till you make it, okay? Because even if you're miserable on the, on the inside, just fucking look adorable on the outside. Always wear mascara. Okay, so you're in school. What are you majoring in? 
um, something in business. I'm not sure yet. Okay. So, you, so look, that's, add that to the list. you got to figure out what, what your whole life is. Like, you have to figure out all the goals and things you want to get accomplished in your life. This is such a big factor of, this, of, of like, what I try to, like, preach on my, like, website and on, on this podcast or whatever. Like, Dream, I, I made some dumb video about this yesterday that I posted on my blog. I watched it, I, actually, yeah. Well, I believe this. Like, like now is the time to, like, start your life. Like, write a whole list of everything you want to get accomplished, all the places you want to travel, all the books you want to read, all the crazy things you want to go to, the, like museums and events, and you want to fucking jump out of an airplane, or you, know, want, you want to go to Hawaii or France, and you want to live here for a while. You want to intern at this place. You want to... You know, you want to get a degree in this so you can end up doing this. Like, like it, it's a pretty fun thing to do to just hang out at home all day and fucking take a big, huge, blank piece of paper and put it on your floor and just sit on the floor and uh, and write out your whole life. Like, just be like, map it all out and just, like, get crazy and start daydreaming. And it's super fun because you're like, whoa, like, what if in two years from now I live in Paris for, like, six months and then I go mm-hmm. to London? Whatever. It's exciting to just daydream because it'll, it'll get you out of your head. Also, okay, so you're 19, you're single, you're in New York. Mm-hmm. When you're done dreaming and you're done doing your homework, and you, you hang out with your girlfriends, okay? Go dancing. Try not to drink too much. Uh, don't have unprotected sex. Flirt with everybody. Uh, go see movies with your girlfriends. Call your family. Like, don't forget about your family. Like, just, uh, what else can you do? I mean, I think that's a pretty, I mean, just take tons of Epsom salt baths. Uh mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, just, like, hang out with your friends and remember, like, it's exciting being single. Like, you don't have to eat when another person is eating all the time. You don't have to shave your legs if you don't want to. You can wear pants. But, uh, you know, you should shave your legs anyway, but whatever. Anyway, um, it's just really exciting to be single. You don't have to answer to anyone. And now you're open to meeting the right person for you. Cause, but ultimately, you're 19 years old. I don't want you to be in any, like, long-term crazy relationship right. now because it's like, fuck, like, it will. It's 2012. We're modern women. I don't even know what the goal is anymore, but personally between you and me and everybody who's listening, the goal is different now. The goal is not for a woman is not necessarily to have a baby and get married. Yes, that's fantastic and all or whatever, but have, a, have an epic career. Don't get married. Get married. Have a kid. Don't have a kid. Uh, be bisexual for three years. Uh, be lesbian <laughs> for seven years. I, I don't know. Do whatever the fuck you want. Like the, the world is yours. This is exciting. Some fucking bonehead didn't, you know, didn't value you as much as he should, cool, he's the wrong guy for you. You know what I mean? Like, now you're open to receive vaginally. Just kidding. Now you're open to receive (laughs) in your life and just fucking focus on you and making yourself better so that, you know, so that you're super proud of yourself and, you know, and masturbate a lot too. You should always be masturbating, Mm -hmm. okay? Okay, well, I have another question, if that's okay. Oh, my goodness. Tell, tell me, tell me, tell me. Okay, um, I wanted to know what you thought about depression medication, because I've been prescribed medication, but my parents aren't letting me take it. So, like, I don't know what to do with myself. I feel no motivation to do anything at all, but they're like, yeah, just get over it. It's all in your head or whatever. Well, I mean, I am not a doctor, and I'm just going to say that uh, off mm-hmm. the bat, but if you're miserable... I mean, I just say do whatever works for you. Like, you know, the girl who called me earlier tonight, Olivia, she was miserable. She was Mm -hmm. on the verge of suicide, you know, and she talked about stuff with me. She called me up. She talked to her parents. She was seeing a therapist. 
she tried different medication because and, and it changed her whole mood because sometimes it's just a chemical imbalance. I've never been on medication like that. I've had a, a psychiatrist try to prescribe me antidepressants like a long time ago, mm-hmm. but I just couldn't do it. I just didn't want to. I had weird reservations yeah. about doing that because I, I wasn't suicidal at the time. You know, if I was fucking suicidal, I would have done anything to save myself, but um, only you know, and if you... If you want to try them, try them, but, you know, talk to your parents about it again. Maybe see another psychiatrist, but, mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever been on antidepressants? No. And no. I've been to therapy for the last couple of months, but it hasn't really helped. Um, that therapy hasn't helped. Maybe you're seeing the wrong therapist. Well, how low, what are you dealing with and how low do you get and what do you do? Do you cut yourself? Do you pluck out hairs um, obsessively? Like, and do, you, do you want to kill yourself? I mean, not really, but I've thought about cutting a few times, and I've almost done it, but I've managed not to. Do you exercise at all? Sometimes, but it's weird because I've been trying to exercise because that's usually how I cheer up, like how I did cheer up before, but now it's like I don't even feel endorphins or anything. But you're, are you, but you're not exercising, right, or no? I, I try a few times a week but it doesn't really give me any energy boost or anything. What, what do you do? I go to the gym. You go to like, the gym. Hmm. Do you run? No, I'm on the elliptical a lot, though. Wait, what did you say? On the elliptical? Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know what? Only you know, and if you and if you feel like you need to take – I mean, I would say try going to the gym every single day and, like, go running or, or go to, like, Central Park and go on, like, long walks mm-hmm. and, like – read a book, take baths, uh, but exercise is great for endorphins because, like, I know that when I've been miserable, I'll go on a, an hour-long hike, and all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, fuck everything. I hate everything. I'm right. so miserable. Like, I just want to die. Like, I hate everything. And then I go on the walk, and I'm like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like, like, and sometimes I won't even notice that my mood has shifted. I'll just be like, okay, I did my walk. But anyway, now I'm going to go do this stuff. But what's happened is, you know, my mood has completely shifted, so – I would say, I mean, I can't really tell you this. I'm not a doctor. Like, only you know, mm-hmm. and I don't want to do anything to jeopardize, like, your health or your well-being and give you the wrong advice. So I say, talk about if you, if you feel really, very strongly about it, exercise every single day, and then while you're doing that, you know, meet your parents again tomorrow or call them up on the phone and, and, and say, you know, I really think I want to try this, if, if that is, in fact, what you want to try. And if you trust your, ther- your psychiatrist and your parents trust your psychiatrist, yeah, do do mm-hmm. what you need to do, and you'll, you'll find out how that works for you. But I also I definitely say like, start exercising tomorrow. Like, do that as a favor to me, and then call me next week and let me know that you've you've gone like exercising or running or, or on a long walk, uh, for an hour a day every day. Like, just do that okay. because if you if you could change your mood without taking the pills, that would be ideal. Right. But now you can exercise and take the pills if you want. The choice is yours. But exercise doesn't hurt, you know. Mhm, it helps. It only helps, but uh, please check in with me next Wednesday to let me know how you are and what your parents and your psychiatrist and what you decided, okay? Thank you. Um, Oh, my goodness. Doling out horrible advice, left and right, one day at a time, once a week. Area code 860. Oh, my Lord, Alexi, that was like the best uh, psychoanalysis session I've ever heard. I've been to a psychiatrist 100 times in my life. That was good. Was it good? Oh, my Lord. Yeah, yeah, really, really, really good. You define yourself as not a doctor. You prescribe to what you experience. The exercise thing was big. 
I would have said, if your doctor prescribed meds, give them a try. I know you did, kind of, but, uh, you know, a doctor was trained to say how much you should take and how often. I, I would have recommended go on a cycle, see how it makes you feel, because most antidepressants take a week or two weeks for them to build up and then do their job. But that was really, really good. And you well, also made a comment earlier. Yeah you, yeah, you made a comment earlier. This is a podcast. No one listens to it. Actually, I turned my brother and sisters on in California to it, and they dig your program, and they get a lot out of it. So don't say no one oh listens to it. Thank you so much. Well, I you know I see the, the, you know, people do listen to it, but I'm a little bit self-deprecating because I feel like uh, it just makes me feel comfortable to be self-deprecating. But what's going on with you? Thank you for turning people on to the show. What's happening? Oh, uh, I enjoy your show once in a while. I... Uh, Again, you're self-deprecating. You said you don't have a crush on me. I'm a married guy. I've been married twice. I'm with a woman I'm going to be with forever now. But you're one of the few women who are in broadcasting that I can look up your picture online on your blog, and I do read your blog. And I actually took your fashion tips about four months ago, and it worked for me, by the way. My wife really liked it. Oh, my God. Um, This is so exciting. Do you know the the blog entry I'm talking about? Yes, it was an entry that I did uh, called uh, "How to uh, How to Become Instantly Fuckable" or something. Yeah, 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 that worked. Good. What? Okay, good. Yeah, every every guy what? should look at that. It's it's very simple. You go to J Crew, you get some simple pieces, you get some desert boots, and you call it a day. It wasn't all that. Actually, you had some uh, cool fashionable stuff in there that I'm not real sophisticated, but I, I read your stuff and I pick up pieces here and there. My wife is like, why do you have a pink shirt on? And why is that tie that color? It's like, well, I thought you might like it. And she did, man. She really did. That makes me so happy. Well, what did, what made you call in tonight? Just to tell me that? Or did you have anything specific you wanted to, to say? I, I don't know. I, I, I was staying up late listening to your program, and I've got a man crush on you for sure. I shouldn't say a man crush. That means you're a man. But no, I you're know. a you're, you're one of the few chicks who I can just look at a, uh, a face picture and, like, totally – you know, be into you. And my my wife lets me watch pornography. She knows I masturbate to, you know, whatever we watch, and we watch it together. But you're one of the few chicks who takes such good fa- face pictures that I'm like, I could totally masturbate to you, and I probably have. I'm not denying anything. I just don't remember if I have. Oh, my. I love how this, like, went from, like, Oh my God, my mom's gonna think this is such a sweet call. I, I can't wait till she hears the podcast. And this man is just totally wonderful and, and complimentary. This is great. And then it, we ended up here, but that's really great. I am sorry, mom. I mean, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'd rather have somebody want to masturbate to the thought of me than not. So that's exciting. Um, no, you're by the way, you're a really pretty girl, and you take really good pictures. And you, um, I I had to get a feel for your figure. So eight, ten months ago. I was watching your blog videos, and I'm like, wow, she has a really nice body, too. So it's cool that it all adds up. You're not like some um, out-of-shape girl who just puts on a good face picture. You're you're pretty much the whole package. Obviously, oh you have God. your own uh, – ready ready for the hook? You probably have your own problems because if a chick as cool as you was as real as you, you would have ten rich suitors like myself lined up to get you. But <laughs> obviously that love- hasn't happened yet. I love that you uh, that you threw in that you're rich. That's fantastic. But you're married. Well, here's the thing. Um, I date people and whatever, um, but I feel like, I mean, if you were single, don't you think it would be difficult to date me? I don't think I don't think it's difficult to date me, but I have dated guys who 
have a problem with, like, they think they know what they're getting into, and then they start reading my blog or they'll hear my podcast or, you know, I'll, I'll perform, like, stories or whatever, like, at various places, and I'll, like, you're, tell very you're not as You're not as old as me, Alexi. I'm 39. I turned 39 a couple of days ago. But um, I, re- I remember watching Friends, and David Schwimmer was the guy who got divorced. He was so concerned, I'm the guy who gets divorced. You're the chick who doesn't get married. So, you know, it, it is what it is. Do you and think that I'm you. not going to get married? Wait, but do you think I'm not going to get married because no man can handle me, or will I meet the right man who will be able to handle, like, my intense personality and my flirtatiousness and just trust that, like, I'm not a cheater and that this, I just have a big personality and a lot to say because I think it's funny? You ready for my psychoanalysis? Yes, probably, girl, bring you, it. A <laughs> chick as cool and hot as you has probably met him already a couple of times, and you've probably let that slip through your fingers. But uh, if you want to be a realist, there's 350 million people in the United States. You're going to meet him again and again and again. Just don't miss the opportunity. Miss, don't miss the opportunity to be loved by someone great? Yeah, because a girl like you probably has been. And I've read your blog. It, it seems like you've met some really cool guys, and you found it within yourself to break up for whatever your reason was. You're so right. I know, because I've just uh... – because I, I love being alone and I'm really good being single, but at the same time, I uh, I really also love being in a relationship too. Because relationships are even kookier than being single because you have to like you have to communicate, you have to learn how to like you know I don't know accept another person and be really vulnerable. So I so I don't know. It's weird. I'm uh, it's, I think it's I'm a give and fun. take, and you'll yeah, find the right guy or gal for you, whatever <laughs> way you swing in the wind. But uh, there are definitely guys like me who would love to be with a chick like you, but you're probably going to lose part of your personality once you become domesticated, so to speak. And that's part of growing up. But wait, why do you think – why? I can't imagine a chick as cool and crazy as you being tamed. But that's what I'm saying. Like, why – if I'm with the right person or if somebody learns to accept me, if they love me, if somebody loves me and they want to be my boyfriend – and they accept me. Can't they just accept me like this? Why do I have to change? I haven't read everything on you, and you are pretty forthcoming in your blogs and stuff. I bet you you've met the guy, and I, I would be willing to bet you broke it off. But again, but, there's a lot of good guys in this world. He'll come around again and again and again with whatever frequency. You you probably noticed, too, when you're in a relationship, those target guys also show up. What do you mean? You've been in relationships in your blog before that I've read, and Mm -hmm. you've probably seen other guys like, oh, my God, that's probably the right guy for me, but you were in a relationship at the time, and it wasn't the right time or place for that. You know what's funny, though? I've never done that because whenever I'm in a relationship, I'm so in it and I'm so madly in love, I swear I'm not – I don't go, God, that guy – you know, maybe if somebody's cute, I go, oh, that guy's cute, but not even that. Like, I don't. It's like I, I'm in it until I'm not in it anymore. Not even cute, Alexi. In the back of your mind, not cute. He's really cool. He could be my guy. I that never, never thought that. That has never, that's never happened to you? I swear to God, because when I'm in a relationship, I, I don't just get into relationships just to be casual. I am so fucking in it. I'm so crazy. Because as boy crazy as I say I am, when I meet a boy and I'm crazy about him, I am just crazy about him. And I'm so into it. And I'm just like, and it also, it's like, 
simplifies my life, you know, because, like, I'm, I have the person that is going to hold me and cuddle me and kiss me and I feel safe and all this stuff. I'm just asking. My question was that uh, I don't know if I'm sure you understood it, but I'm going to say it again because I don't feel like I got the answer, like, that I wanted. But um, I'm saying I will meet the right guy for me. I may have already met him. I might be with him right now. We don't know if I'm single or dating or whatever. Why do I have to change? If I'm – you don't think anybody can just accept me as I am without domesticating me? Like, can I – why can't I just exist as I am? And, and like, because there are women like Chelsea Handler or Sarah Silverman or Kathy Griffin that are, like, outlandish big personalities. And I know I'm not them, but whatever. But these are women with big personalities. Like, are they destined and doomed to never have a serious relationship because they're too out there and it's too much for a man? But more specifically, do you think that if I meet a man – I can meet a man who accepts me as I am and I can still behave like this and it's okay? I'm not as up in my pop culture as the uh, Chelsea Handler and other names you mentioned, although I do know who the characters are. Um, in my opinion, and you you got my real phone number here. Don't call me at work tomorrow if you don't mind. But okay. um, you you should probably have an agent if you don't already. I perceive you as being on a lot higher level than on blog talk radio. And, you know, you should probably be on TV, and I'm not saying you're, you know, biggest star on uh, cable television, but you should probably be of that profile and would probably open the gates to a whole nother realm of men to court you who, by which you could select the right guy out of that, uh, that core. And you wouldn't have to change a bit because you're already Hollywood. I'm from Southern California originally. I was in the military ended up here on the East Coast, but, uh, you know, having a bigger vision of the world and seeing you and who you are on Blog Talk Radio, yeah, you uh, you just need to meet the right one. And certain steps in your career and life would probably, you know, make it happen quicker. But you're cool to listen to singles, so I like it. Thank you very much. I'm going to hang up on you, but this was an epic phone call, and I appreciate it. And lots of love to you and your wife. Thanks, Alexi. Thank you. Oh, my God, what a sweetheart. Um, all right, I'm going to take, oh, in the 909. We have two minutes left of the show. 909, what's going on? What's your name? How old are you? Where are you calling from? Um, my name is Andy. Why do you seem unsure about it? Oh, I'm not unsure about it at all. How um, old no, are you? I, I, I am 20. I'm calling from San Bernardino, California. Um, what's going on with you? I just wanted to ask you a couple of questions because me and my girlfriend, like, I don't know, we both follow your blog. Mm-hmm. And I called you a couple times before, but like I've always like called you with problems and stuff. But I just wanted to ask you questions. Hold on, I really we got one one minute left. Ask me the question. Okay, what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? I make my day job is I I make commercials. I'm in commercials and I pitch TV shows, and I've sold I sold a TV show that I pitched, and I write for magazines, and that's my answer. How's that? Okay, that's good. What do you think about face tattoos? No! No? And that's what I have to say about that. No way. No fucking way. And that is how we're going to end the show tonight. No face tattoos, and now you know how I make a living. But I also make a living from my website. And all the best things in my entire life have stemmed from my website and me just being myself. So that's very exciting. So if I can maintain that, I'm going to try to maintain that and make my life better and do more stuff. Because all I want to do is more stuff like this podcast and blog stuff that I do. Anyway, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to Boy Crazy Radio, sponsored by boycrazy.com. Tune in next Wednesday, same time, same place. 
9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Follow me on Twitter at I'm Boy Crazy. You can also subscribe to Boy Crazy Radio on iTunes. Yeah, motherfucking iTunes. You can also call me at area code, uh, at leave me a voicemail message in case you can't call in during the live show at area code 888-666-2045. That is my Boy Crazy voicemail box. If you want to submit your music, please email me an MP3 of your music to boycrazyalexi at gmail.com, subject music. And I don't care what everyone else says about you. I fucking love you.
Sprint LTE Plus network is faster than Verizon and AT&T based on analysis of a recent study by Nielsen. And to celebrate, we're inviting you to join Sprint for the biggest offer in U.S. wireless history. Switch to Sprint and save 50% on most Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile rates. Yep, you heard that right. No gimmicks, no tricks. You have Verizon 6 gigs for $60, 30 with Sprint. And if you have 15 gigs for $100 from AT&T, 50 with Sprint. Even if you have T-Mobile's 10 gigs for $80, we'll give it to you for 40 And we won't force you to watch video in low def. Oh, and one more thing. We'll even pay your switching fees up to $650 per line so you can switch to the Sprint LTE Plus network today. Visit a Sprint store or Sprint.com slash save 50%. Offer coverage not available everywhere for discounted phones. Excludes taxes, surcharges, roaming, and premium content. Subject to new line, $36 activation fee. Credit valid for in plans may not be exact match. See website for eligible plans. Offer lands 1716 through 1818. Exclusions and restrictions apply. Contract by audio reward card requires online registration.